All right, everybody. Our guest is here. Go ahead. Introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going, guys? My name is Raul Placencia. I'm the owner here of Direct Quality Auto Glass. Um, I actually started Direct Quality Auto Glass in 2008, but I fully registered my business in 2011. And um, yeah, it's been great. And we provide a, a bunch of different services. You know, we do, of course, windshield replacements, rock chip repairs, headlight restoration, power window repair. We also rebuilt the original regulators and motors. Uh, sunroof, sunroof repair, we also rebuilt, of course, the original assemblies. Uh, we do ADAS calibrations, module reprogramming, you know, classic car custom cut glass. Uh, I also do social media management, search engine optimiz optimization, and then just a bunch of different marketing as well. So, <laughs> Dude, you yeah. are well-rounded. Let's put it that way. Well-rounded. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how did, uh, how did Autoglass become your chosen vo vocation? Brother, I grew up in this industry just like I was listening to Drift Chris the other day, and I've been doing it since I was seven. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my, but my dad, man, to be honest with you, you know, this he got into it like a long time ago before, of course, um, a lot of people did. Mm -hmm. But man, my dad wasn't easy to work with. He was actually he was kind of a punk. But to be honest with you, I'm very <laughs> grateful for everything I learned. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Heck yeah, man. So, you know, our, our favorite car to work back in the day was that, um, the Saturns, you know, the SC1s and SC2s. <laughs> Gosh, man, we used to cut out some. Wrap around corners, <laughs> wrap around corners. Man, you know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dude, the first time I seen that windshield, I was like, you know, because I didn't, obviously, everybody knows my story about getting into 03 and stuff, but I seen a few of those and, and actually had to put windshields in a few of them. And I'm just like, how in the. You know, we didn't have wire. I mean, you could hand wire stuff, you know, man, but that was, so, no... that was so archaic, you know, like how did, and you're just sitting there thinking like, man, how am I getting this thing out? Like, yeah, those were tough. I forgot about those, bro. Forgot man, about them. Man, we mastered those, man. It's crazy. So my dad would, um, well, before he would go to the, like the wrecking yards uh -huh. and he would actually cut out some seatbelts off of a, like old cars mm -hmm. and we would wrap up like the guitar wire on the ends. Mm -hmm. He'll be on the outside, I'll be in the inside, and we'll just, you know, cut him out. That's, we didn't, we couldn't afford anything like a, like an ambush or an extractor or anything yeah. like that back in the day, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've only actually hand-wired out with another person the, the, the way that you're talking about. So picture this, guys. This is how you do it. You have a gentleman on the inside and a gentleman or woman uh, on the outside, and you poke the wire through, and then we use vice grips. I like your dad's seatbelt trick. That's pretty pretty dope but like the per and you would actually saw it you know and there'd be yeah. smoke coming and then every now and then the wire would get so hot that it just broke so the only time that i ever wired one out because i wanted to try it at a junkyard because that's how i kind of cut my teeth learning how to do stuff and the guy on the outside was pulling and i pulled back and it broke and i cracked myself wow. right in the nose with the vice grips mm. i was all bloody and i'm sitting there like my eyes are watered i'm sitting there and i'm like oh my god what just happened <laughs> i just punched myself in the face yeah, I, yeah. I, i'm a klutz bro i'm a klutz so but that i mean your dad got you into it and you got you trained and he and your brother obviously tagged along with that whole thing right um, yeah, so you know, you. it's yeah, yeah. So it's my brother Carlos. You know, my dad. His name's also Raúl, and well, and me. And it's cool because we we're a, we are a small family-owned business. You know, we have two guys working with us. Yeah, you know, they're like brothers to me now. Mm -hmm. But other than that, my mom also helps out here at the shop, and as well as my younger brother. You know, my mom kind of helps us with like the paperwork and 
we're we're like a really small mom and pop shop you know what i mean i still feel yeah. like we're really behind in a lot of things uh-huh um as far as like tool wise and all that like we're super advanced getting the job done properly like we're there, but man, dude, we're still writing invoices, brother. Let's put it that way. <laughs> By hand, hand man. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, so. I, I think your focus is in the right place. Getting the calibrations, rebuilding the regulators, and getting the n- newest tools to keep your customers safe. The rest of that technology will come, I mean, in time, yeah. whatever. But I, I think your focus is in the right spot. So that is, that's a beautiful story, man. Like, I, I'm you know the more we're friends the uh the lo- the more i learn about you the more <laughs> impressed i am with everything you do cuz yeah. <laughs> i mean you're 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 one of those kids that i i call you kid because you're what how how much younger than you i'm 45 well, i'm 35 so we're okay, about so 10 years apart <laughs> yeah, 10 years apart so like you're you're still just like you're not a kid kid to me but there's enough of a generation gap there that's kind of like all yeah. right you're still to me one of the one of the the greats of the younger generation of this business that's going to take it to the next level so yeah, thank you <laughs> let's uh let's journey down our road as friends on uh san antonio 2022 yes. we are standing waiting to go into the uh because i was impressed with your brother's 40 time to be honest with you with the way this rolled uh <laughs> dude can run <laughs> i'll tell you that much so we're yeah. standing there and i'll let you tell the story how we got on the conversations and actually met leading into the pre uh pre-judging yeah, brother. So we were in line and you asked me, well, I was asking you questions because I was, of course, nervous. It was my first time ever coming to any of the competitions. And I had asked you like, hey, what and what do we need? And you were like, oh, well, do you have your safety glasses? Do you have your sleeves? Do you have your gloves? I was like, oh, snaps. I don't have any of that. So we had rented an Airbnb and I asked my brother, I was like, dude, can you go get it? He was like, heck yeah, man. He took off in the car and man, he came back in about. 20 minutes i was like how the hell did you do that i'm telling you when, when he popped when he popped back up i was like y'all just like because you said it was an airbnb i'm like y'all weren't staying at any of the hotels nearby huh holy yeah. yeah like big shout out to your brother carlos for that one because i mean that's part the little intricacies of this that the competing part that you just don't get the insight to if you're just seeing it from the uh, social media stuff is you know, you need all that protective gear. They make sure that you know what you're doing down to the last paperwork, even down to yeah. the last credentialing, down to everything. And, you know, it, it's super important that guys like you, when you encounter a new person, which I know you will, but when you encounter a new person who is going to be competing, that you jump out there like, look, dude, I don't want to beat you on technicality. This is what you need, you know? And I know oh, you will course, because yeah. you did that this year, didn't you? Didn't you uh, help somebody out Man, with paperwork? Yeah, I was trying to help out Jimmy. Uh, that, was, that, that was his name. The gentleman you lend his, your yep. tools was yep. that him, right? Yes, yeah, Jimmy, yep. So I, w- I was talking to him and a few of the other people for like the um, for the rock trip repair. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to a few other ones. I was like, man, like what you did for me, I honestly, I, I loved it. Like honestly, like I felt... I felt very touched by that because not a lot of people would do that. A lot of people are like super selfish and I will always admire you for, for doing that for me, you know? No, well, thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that like, I can't change. I do it without really thinking about it. That's um, awesome. like I know, you know, my wife was like, Hey, you need to like, maybe, you know, not help out so much. And it's like, yeah, honey, it, it's my personality. I don't, and I've always been like that since I was, since I can remember. It's just like, 
if I can help a guy out, I'm not going to stand and watch a guy, female, my fellow human. I'm not going to st stand and watch my fellow human struggle. If yeah, there's anything right. I could do to, you know, jump up and help. And, you know, I think that that's, that's, that's what is going to make this world a better place. Not just our industry. I think for myself personally, it's what's going to make the world a better place is, you know, I'm not going to stand there and let you struggle. And I'm glad that, you know, that led you to help out a lot of guys this year in 23, because in 22, you missed the finals by three points. Is that, am I correct there? If I'm remembering your point total from 22? Yeah, to be honest with you, bro, I don't even remember. But if I can share something with you, man, I was yeah. so stressed out that year <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know what to expect, right? So uh -huh. I had been talking to Alfredo a little bit about it. But to be honest with you, I always get a little bit um like uh like shy to ask people for for help. Like I'll ask for help, but like I I don't want to feel like I'm bugging anyone, you know. Mm -hmm. And th this year, dude, look, don't judge me, right? But man, I went in and I read the whole um like the the federal motor vehicle codes for for like the rollover test. Yeah, two sixteen A. Yes, I went out and I bought a freaking printer while I was in Texas and I printed out the whole thing. Mm -hmm. That thing was 650 pages, oh man. My, oh my, oh my, oh <laughs> my. I, I took all this stuff. I went in there super technical. Like, mm -hmm. I, I just, I think I, I overdid and I was overthinking it. Mm -hmm. And the day of the competition, I got sick. <laughs> oh. yeah so i was like oh man this sucks man yeah. but stress broke you know, down your nervous uh, nervous yeah broke down your <laughs> your health you know your immune system yeah the stress broke down your immune system well to be honest with you to kind of give you that we all do that uh in yeah. 19 um which is weird because in 19 we didn't have a test and prejudging but the rest of the years we did but oh, okay going into 19 um I read Bob's book cover to cover. Yeah. I read the standard cover to cover. I I went ahead and made sure I printed out the MSDS sheet for water because I have water in my tools for when I go. Same here, man. <laughs> yeah. So like I made sure I had all this stuff in 2019. Super nervous. You know, my my yeah. run was pretty. It was, you know, it is what it is. But like, you know, so you're not the only one who felt that way. We all do. I mean, it yeah. just it. If you weren't nervous, you don't care, in my opinion. And yeah, it's clear that you care because I watch your videos you put out for oh, thank you. <laughs> the general public and how you try to inform and push education to our fellow installers. Yes. You do it in such a caring way when you do it. It's not you're not coming from a high horse like, hey, I know better than you. Um, you're coming from a guy's like, I figured this out. And it may help you. Here's what you have. And I love that, man. I love that. Because I feel like sometimes when I put my videos out, and I don't do nowhere near what you do. Mine's like little clips here and there. I come off kind of, how to say this, kind of arrogant in the fact that like, hey, this is this. is this. And I try to be caring because I do care. But I don't feel I hit the level you do when it comes to portraying the message of uh, this is the way you do it. This is the way I do it. If it helps you, great. If it doesn't, good. You know what I mean? Like, kind of the same way, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where I'm trying <laughs> no, to go with thank that you, comment. Brother. Yeah, I don't no. know where I'm trying to go with that comment. But... So, no, how, did you. You, how did you develop that? Well, let's stay on Auto Glass Week, though, because I, yeah. I really want to emphasize the fact that, so you missed the finals in 22. 
Okay? Yes. And then you come into 23, and I get this question, and I know you get this question, but what did you change from 22 to 23 to achieve the success you did in 23? Man, to be completely honest with you, I was going through um, as little resource as there are, like on YouTube, on, on towards the competition. I was watching a bunch of videos. I was kind of going back to like older videos, mm -hmm. looking to see what other people were doing. And I heard a lot of... Um, a lot of keywords and the keywords that I took in were, you know, I, I read a lot or I practiced it a lot or I, I re I recited this or I recited that. So there's a lot of keywords I was taking from people and I was like, you know what? I need to practice this. I need to practice. So while everyone was out having fun, you know, like in Virginia, I was inside the hotel and I honestly told a, a buddy of mine who went with me, mm -hmm. I was like, dude, you just have to pretend you're my proctor. I was like, I'm going to keep replaying this to you, replaying, replaying. And I would go through the process every single time. And I think we probably did maybe about 50 runs, to be honest with you. Nice. Yeah. And and he was like, oh, you missed this. I was like, there's no way. I was like, I said it here. He was like, no, you missed it. And so we just kept going back. And even if I was like three minutes away from finishing, mm -hmm. he was like, nope, do it all over again. So we just kept doing it over and over and over again. And and you know to be honest with you like the practice like doing auto glass it's it's secondhand nature to me already that mm -hmm. i didn't even worry about that you know what i mean yeah um i'll be honest with you i didn't even do a rep i hadn't even done a replacement maybe about a month prior to the competition mm -hmm. and even chip repairs i hadn't done a chip repair maybe about six months like about six to five five to six months before the competition because i i've been training my guys to like to do all that mm -hmm. And I've been working on the business portion. So I was like, ah, oh, snaps. Like, the practice, it's, it's going to come natural to me. And, and it did. But, you know, when it came down to the paperwork, that's when I was like, dang. Like, like the testing, I was like, man, I should have studied a little bit more here, you know? Yeah. Well, and I like the fact that, you know, like, if you want to be a champion, you have to live like a champion. And I'm glad yeah. that you did that. Uh, I know a lot of guys who, you know, did stay in and did practice and who didn't. And you know, I get the practice part is so important. And like you said, which I love what you said there was, it's not the actual install. We do this job in day in, day out. Yes. And if, if you need to change something in your install procedure, you need to do it a year in advance to change it. Oh, of course. yeah. <laughs> because it becomes second nature. So you have to, you know, develop it into your, your system if, or else you're, it's going to fail you. But like the, the proctor, the proctor part of it is so important that it gets overlooked because everyone's like, well, you know, for me, customer service comes second nature. Um, yes. But there are the key words, like you say, you have to hit, you have to hit the key words, the key phrases, the things that yes. they've been, because these people know nothing about auto glass. Heck no, nothing, nothing. man. <laughs> so it's not like they're going to be watching and be like, okay, yeah, he did that. You got to get the key words of this is what I'm doing. This is, you know, because then they're looking at their little sheet and like, okay, yeah, he did. He did do this. He didn't. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. And so I think the practice part of it is, is right. The proctor. Now, if you're doing installation practices that aren't on the cutting edge in a day, oh, yeah. <laughs> day in, day out, that's what you're going to do when you get to the competition and that's going to show through. So it doesn't matter how good of a technician you are customer service wise. You need to have your job second nature. Like it's obvious you do. 
It's obvious. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Last last year, well, in um, San Antonio, I ended up getting probably the worst proctor ever, man. To be honest <laughs> with you. And what was so um, bad? What was so ah, bad? Gosh. So I was trying to tell this lady. I was tr- I was explaining everything as easy as possible. I was trying to be very thorough with her and just you know giving her like main keywords. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, this lady paid no attention to me. She kept looking all over the place and. She even started like, she was like, okay, I, I think I heard you. And she wouldn't write anything down yeah. on the paper. I was like, you oh, got to be kidding you gotta me. You got to be kidding me. You're, you understand that this is, I'm here for a competition. Exactly. You could, def- <laughs> you could hurt me so bad. Well, you know, between me and you, Mike Proctor and San Antonio. Yeah. Okay. So I have a, a pretty good, pretty good uh, chance of getting someone to smile or laugh when I'm around them. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty good at that. Okay. So, like, I'm trying, and I'm trying, Raul, to get this lady to do something. And I'm, like, talking to her about, you know, her kids, and I'm talking to her about her pets, and I'm talking to her about what I'm doing on her car, and I'm That's doing awesome. this. yeah. And she didn't break one smile. One Are you smile. serious? Yeah. Oh, heck no. <laughs> one smile whatsoever. My jokes were hitting the floor, like, ah, grr, ah, grr, you know, oh, and I'm, like, chuckling man. myself, like, dude, that's a good one. That's a good one, you know? So I just I walk off the floor and uh, I'm you've met my beautiful wife before we're pretty yes, yes. we're pretty compatible <laughs> and I she's like how do you think you did I said I, I don't know honey I just bombed with this lady like I I've never had this kind of experience with someone who I didn't know before like people who know me and don't like me okay I've had experiences like that with them you know yeah and people I get on their nerves I get that you know but like with <laughs> her I didn't know her so usually I have a decent rapport and I said she wouldn't even break a smile or nothing and I'm like. Oh man! But that Proctor found me the very next day. She went out after the competition and bought me an eagle necklace because she's like, "You're going to the finals. You're going to fly high. You did so awesome." What the heck? I know. And my wife, my wife is like elbowing me, and I was like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Yeah, honey, you did an amazing job." And she's giving me a hug, and she's, and I said. I, I thought you didn't like me. Like, I couldn't get... She's like, honey, I have a job to do. And I was doing my job. And I was like, you know, I respect that. But, dude, I feel you. I felt... I walked off of that floor feeling so defeated. It wasn't even funny. Oh, man. Brother, I will tell you something. Look, I, I didn't share anyone... I didn't share this with anyone, right? Mm-hmm. But my proctor, you know what I told her at the end? And I was like, I said, I'm a very loving and respectful person. Mm-hmm. But I just told her, I was like, please give a atten- please give the like the respected attention to the next person um, that's going to compete on the next heat. I was like, because I wish I would have gotten that from you. Oh, and nice. dude, she was bummed. And well, um, what's his name? Daniel. Daniel Hymas yeah. ended up getting him, oh. getting her. And the way I saw her reacting to him, I was like, dang it, like, man. Why wasn't it me? <laughs> why wasn't it me? So, yeah. so and, and dude. Tell me Daniel didn't knock it out of the park. Yeah. yeah I mean, he did, man. I'm on. proud of him. <laughs> I'm so proud of that dude. Like, come on. He went up against heavy hitters, too. Like, every yes. year's heavy hitters. Don't get me wrong. But, like, <laughs> in 22 was some heavy hitters. McKenzie and then uh, yourself, myself. And then we had uh, Alfredo come back out. You know, we had Jorge, yeah. who was there, who's always a fixture at the top. And then Daniel comes in just swinging. And, dude, he he nailed it, brother. He <laughs> nailed it. I was so yeah. proud of him. Like watching the finals, watching the finals was kind of bittersweet for me in San Antonio. Uh, but yeah. you know, cause I loved all those guys and 
made made sure that I came to the finals. And that's one thing, like, I, I'm not pumped on guys who come and compete and then don't stay for the finals just because they don't make it. That kind oh, of yeah. that kind of bumps <laughs> me out because it's like, it's not about that. I get it. We all want to win and we all want the competition to go our way, but it's not about that. It's about showing your fellow installer love. So I made sure that every year that I wasn't in the finals, I stayed and watched the finals and cheered for the people who were out there. Yeah, that's awesome. Because it means so much to them because I know because it means so much to me. And yeah, it, it was it's just such a it's such a fun event. So please tell me that Orlando, we're going to see you. Yes, yes, yeah, man. We're already booking stuff. My wife and yes. I work. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're trying to we're we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get everything, you know, squared away. We actually want to stay at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying at any more Air- Airbnbs, man. Yeah, same here. I've stayed yes. at the hotel. Like I've stayed at Airbnb every single year since 2019, and it, since I'm not competing, yeah, uh, I'm going to stay at the hotel because the reason why I stay at Airbnbs is I wanted to make sure that I removed myself from the atmosphere as much as possible when I was competing. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've always done that as a competitor. Any kind of athletic endeavor I've taken, I've always, like, I'm free to share information. I'm free to share what I did, what I did. But I always remove myself from the atmosphere until it's time to go. Until it's time. Yeah. Yes. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And that's so. And that's why we did, we've done Airbnbs every, every year. But this, uh, coming up in Orlando... I'm not competing, but I'm going to be there, and it's uh, I'm going to stay at the hotel because of that. Because it's like, well, I don't have to worry about it. Because <laughs> the last trip to Orlando, I took third, and uh, we stayed at an Airbnb in Kissimmee. And uh, mm, that's cool. Yeah, because it had a pool, its own pool, and everything. So I went for what I had to go for, and then that was it. And we went back to the uh, house, the Airbnb, and chilled, and then did some swimming and stuff like that. But now I don't have to worry about that. So I'm going to enjoy the pool at the hotel and just chill you know <laughs> just chill yeah man I'll, I'll be honest with you that's kind of like the goal for me it's to to win mm-hmm. so that way i can actually enjoy out of last week man because every <laughs> time i go i'm just you know this is my second year or i'm going on my third but yeah. man i'm like dude i i don't even want to go to a class like i want to stay focused uh-huh. i i want to do this and that but then i hear everyone talking about like oh this class was good they were talking about calibrations and uh-huh. insurances i'm like dude i'm missing out bro like... yeah no i feel you because in 19 when i competed i went to all of those because that, yeah. that year i decided so late to go that my okay. my wife couldn't get it off work um oh, so yeah i just i've really had the uh the last minute of doing it and so I jumped in and did it and I had no one there with me. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go to all the classes and everything. And it did, mm, okay. it did kind of take away from me a little bit. Um, yeah. and in Orlando, obviously I had, you know, removed myself and then San Antonio, I did the same thing and removed myself and I did the same thing this year. And, uh, but this year I gave a class. So oh, the, yeah. that was awesome. Like, I can't wait. I hope I get asked to do another one to be honest with you. Cause it was so much fun. It was now it was a little nerve wracking because it was, you know, 10 minutes before the final, but still it ended 10 <laughs> minutes before the final, but still it was, it was fun. And I really, really, really like doing it. So I hope I get to do another one. We'll see. Um, yeah. Hopefully, but, man, I yeah. really wanted to, to attend, but. Well, I yeah. hope that, I hope <laughs> that you get asked to do one as well at some point, because I feel you have a lot of knowledge that you can spread to everyone as well. I, I really do think that, you know, just like with um, Bradford, I think he has a lot of knowledge to spread as well. Oh, yeah. Dude, I like 
listening to that guy, man. He's yeah. he's really cool. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's he's super laid back, like just chill dude. Like he really is. He's a chill dude. We talk pretty much daily, and he's a chill dude. Um, so now you went into twenty three. You've changed your your methods, but you've not actually installed. But you you've practiced. You had your friend work run through it with you. Take me through the heat because you were heat one, correct? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. So take me through the heat. Did you have anything come up that was a surprise, or were you? Heck prepared? yeah, man! Oh yeah, I was. Yeah, man, no. I got hit with the last minute. So first, they originally assigned me a Toyota Corolla. Yep. And I was like, dude, this is cake. Like we do Toyotas all the time. Like that's what's commonly sold here in our area. Uh huh. I was like, this is piece of cake and then they're like nope they're like we're gonna give you this uh mitsubishi and it was like a tiny little car i forgot the name of it but <laughs> and i ran into issues with those where sometimes the moldings were you're trying to pull them out oh. and they're like so stiff where like if you pull them on the wrong angle it, it shatters the glass yeah. Yeah. yeah and i was like dang and then it has that big old giant camera where you know i was trying to loosen it up <laughs> and i had no issues with it this time but other situations i'm like dude what the heck's going on with these dumb clips, you know? Yeah, but... And, yeah, so they set me up. <laughs> but did you... Okay, do you feel that you may have done that a little bit to yourself because you went and asked them <laughs> if they were going to keep the cars the same? Because oh, do, you, yeah. do you think that because, like, everybody else's car stayed the same? Except like, mine, man. Except I was yours. like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, dude, it's right there, bro. Like, you should have just left it. <laughs> like, but, yours is the only car that they changed. So, like, yeah. I, 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 dude, I felt so bad. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I remember you and I talking beforehand, and you're like, you think I'll get that car? You think they'll stay? And I'm like, yeah, I think so, because it was the repair before you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, yeah, they should leave it. And then, to be completely honest with you, I was worried they were going to move my car on me because oh, of, man. you see what I mean? Because I was like, well, they have them listed. They have them labeled already in the heat area. And I was like, man, they just, I told my wife, I said, they just switched it on Raul on the way out. I was like, they literally, <laughs> they literally pulled a bait and switch to Raul. And like, what, what if, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. that is the bad thing about heat one is you don't know what car you're going to hit. Heats two and three, you can kind of see in the area what kind of cars are there. So yeah. You, you can kind of, you get a, you honestly, heat two and heat three, because I've been in heat one every year except for this year. Um, oh, okay. The heat two and heat three is actually an advantage. 100%. Yeah. Heck yeah. Not Man, only, I got heat one on my first time too, competing with you and Alfredo. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 And, and I tried to go up and flex on Alfredo in, in, in San Antonio because, <laughs> you know, because he's one car away from me. And like, I'm like, dude, I want to beat you so bad. Like, I, I could taste it. And like, I had such a good run, but I missed the scratch. I missed primer and a scratch. So I understand. It. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, they don't tell you what you did wrong, but going back through my processes and what I had to fix when it was done, I had yeah. to fix a scratch that I missed. So. But the rest of the job went awesome for me, and I felt like I put... I mean, Alfredo may say differently, because I've not actually talked to him about it yet. I want to get him on at some point, but like... Oh, okay. Uh, I felt like I put a really good run up to where, when we were done, that he was a little bit nervous on when I, how I was going to finish. He might not have mm. been. That might have me just be padding my own ego, but, you know, <laughs> I, I definitely would like another shot at him, but that's only if they do like a... a uh, 
he comes back out. If I hear he's coming back out to compete in the Tech Olympics, that is the only time I'll come back out and compete. That's it. Yeah, I, I hope he does. But from my understanding, I think he's only I think he's trying to compete for the calibrations. Yeah. Yep. The calibration. Cause he yeah, calibrations. Because so. he's won the he's won the uh, Tech Olympics uh, twice or three times now. One of, I can't remember exactly how many times he's won the repair. Now, if he wins the calibrations, then the next thing for him to win would be the CSR, you know, and then yeah. he would have swept everything. And yeah, that's uh, that's my goal, man, to 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 get them all. <laughs> to do the sweep, dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. Have you competed in the CSR one yet? No, I haven't. I was going to last year, but my brother last minute told me he was he was going to do it, but then at the end he didn't go with us. Okay. And I was like, man, I was gonna register for it because I really wanted to do all four competitions, but they. Time wasn't gonna allow it so yeah yeah and, and that's i mean that that that's an impressive thing there that you did so okay so now back to other than the card you had problems with the, the molding could be a problem then but everything went smoothly right like you didn't have any hiccups during the actual install no 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 none at all so the way i had everything set up just like how you have your pack out yep i took my pack out by the way you know it was a good idea the fact that you mentioned that i can bring it on the plane and all that you know like yeah. as normal carriage or whatever yep and i took it with me and i was i had already set up all my equipment exactly like how i would do a normal installation mm -hmm. and man it was such a breeze i went through it super quick and i was like okay heck yeah the the windshield overhangs let's just use our ambush let's cut it out and like i i mentioned to you guys i like using the spider over the bat yep yep you yep. know don't hate me for that guys no. whoever's listening no 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 <laughs> no me and drip talked about it and i'm because of you i'm buying one i'm buying a spider you, bro you have to i'll be honest with you look like i always i get a little like i don't want to get off topic right but yeah, you're, you're, I, I, i'll i'll mention this real quick like everyone needs to have a bat and and as well as the uh, the spider okay the reason I say that is because, like, when you have a lot of those windshields that are overhanging, I'm always watching videos, like, on a lot of the, um, like, a lot of the groups where people are making the posts where they're cutting, like, the pinch weld, mm -hmm. or they're cutting all kinds of things. I'm like, guys, if you guys would have hit that with the extractor or the ambush and just, you know, wired the rest out with the, um, with the spider, mm -hmm. you would have been in, like, in a good, you know, position. But for windshields, for example, like, most common Hondas or some Toyotas, it's best to just, of course, use like the bat all the way around. You know, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. So that's yeah. <laughs> so that's it. what I did with the um at the competition. So you know, I used my ambush and the molding came out so easy. I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna use my wire tool. And I just grabbed my my cold knife and I had both blades, my short and my long one. And I just cut that sucker out. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's that's another thing I was gonna touch on is because we yeah. all used a wire tool and everything you went extractor express or ambush or whatever you want to call it. And then you went cold knives on the rest yeah. of it. And did you follow that same practice in the finals or did you wire? In the final, I ended up having to use the wire. I ended up with the Toyota Corolla that I think I was supposed to work on originally. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, man. And all that backlash, you know, it's, it's not a difficult vehicle, but they kind of set it up where they, they kind of loosened up like the rear seats and uh -huh. some of the panels. So of course I was pretending getting like pictures. Obviously we can't use our phones. Yeah. So I was kind of walking through with the proctor and I was like, dude, I need to like put my knees down on this vehicle, like in the back seat in order to cut it out. 
And then I get in there, I'm like, dude, what the heck? There's no space. It's just as bad as a Mustang, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that yeah, and that's another thing is that once you get to the finals, they don't do it so much in the heats, but once they get to the finals, they throw something at you to to give you a hiccup. Yeah. And yeah. you, you have to catch it. If you don't catch it, then that's points off. But like, Heck yeah. there's going to be a missing panel. There's going to be a missing clip. The seats are going to be loose. The, there's going to be something that you have to catch. And uh, mine was a panel. Uh, they, oh, was it? Yeah, okay. they had the, the uh, pillar panel kind of popped out a little bit. So I caught that. <laughs> and uh, so, but yeah, I wired, I wired, I used bat in both of mine. But um, so with the heat, um, because you got with Bradford, you were in Bradford's yeah. heat, and uh, I know he had a issue with his glass. The camera oh, bracket, yeah, the camera bracket fell off when he when, oh, he, when he put it shoot. in. Like literally, the camera bracket fell off of the glass. Or oh snaps! <laughs> it either and fell off the what glass. What they say? Or, well, him and I had to fix it when he was when the the heat was over. Over uh, okay, yeah. Cool. I think he took a a points deduction, but I don't know exactly they took a points deduction because I don't tell you how that works. Yeah. Um, but I do know at the end of it, him and I was able to fix it. We just took the the uh, bracket uh, off of the other glass and put it in the right position and everything, and then changed out what we needed to change out to make sure the windshield was good to go, Dang, so they crazy. could send it out. But like, yeah, and they had the wrong windshield on my car. You heard about that, right? Yeah, brother, yeah. I remember the the little lip at the yeah. bottom for, like, the retainer for the cowl. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't oh, supposed to be gosh. on there, and they put it on there. I know, yeah. man, you, 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 you were so nervous. You're yeah. like, dude, are they going to take points? <laughs> I was yeah. like, dang, I've never seen him stressed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was definitely stressed out at quite a few different points, but, yeah, that was one of them. But it, you getting thrown the curveball to Mitsubishi, and then uh, Jimmy – the uh, gentleman that oh told yeah him make it the Volkswagen bro he got he he was going to be on a Toyota Corolla but all the windshields were bad and oh, so he got he got put onto the uh, the Tiguan the Volkswagen yeah. Tiguan and he he rocked it he he nailed it he did it you yeah. know he did a, he did such a great job that I would actually like to reach out find out how I could get a hold of him to to have him on the show as well so um, but then was the chip repair final before the no it was after the final yeah. for the okay and you almost missed it or you missed your times or what happened there with that competition because you ended up third place in the uh, chip repair right yeah so i had this exact same points as tj mm -hmm. um so we had the same points and everything and i was just off by a little bit and i won't really mention who but i had I had, you know, someone tell me that, you know, that the only thing I messed up on was the actual testing. Ah. But that, you know, I, I at least I got a compliment for the best repairs, you know, for multiple people. But, you know, everyone, of course, we're all professionals. We're all, you know, like we're masters in our craft. But it was just good hearing that. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. I, I was kind of like I said, a little, a little bummed out. I really expected myself to at least end in, you know, second or third or something. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. But it, it is what it is, and you know, I'm, you know, when I got to see Bradley go up there for <laughs> second place, I was like, "Yo, that's sick!" Like, that's I was super dude. happy for him. Yeah, that's my dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I'm always happy for everyone in our industry. Like anyone who goes to Auto Class Week is just earns my respect automatically to, when they're competing. You know? Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Because 
anybody can come out and do it and they should um yeah just like sitting in all the uh, auto glass safety council meetings you can sit in on them and you're just not uh able to vote on certain issues unless you're a uh uh, registered board member which is super easy to do and everything I re- oh, okay everybody needs to come out and do some of that whatever they can um but like the time wise were you you were running late for the finals right between the finals? yeah because I, I had yeah. just got done doing the replacement <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i thought yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so that's i was like i don't think competing in all four you know competitions is gonna it's going to be in my favor. I was like, I think I'm just going to focus on the replacements and repairs for now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until you get the W in both of those, and then you'll be. Yeah. Uh, then you'll be. <laughs> so, what are you preparing going forward for 24? How are you preparing to, to different, be it make a different run for 24 to where you pull off that W? Man, to be honest with you, what I think I'm going to do is I'm just going to do, of course, a lot more reading, but get like in depth. Uh, I'm going to keep asking questions. I'm going to talk to, you know, past winners and, you know, people who've actually competed. And I just like to break things down. And I think I'm going to just, you know, move forward that way. That's going to going to be like the way I'm going to approach it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, good. Just... That's a, that's a, <laughs> now, is that the reason why you strive to be better in your actual installs every day with the videos you're putting out is for the competition or why do you go that extra mile raul man i, I will share this with you like so you know we, we all at one point we, we we all stuffed the glass or we all threw a little bit of round beat at one point you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and i knew no better like there was no one there to tell me like hey you're doing it wrong like it was like the standard where like hey just slap the glass and you know, use a cold knife or this happens or that happens. And like, there was no one to tell me like how to do it properly. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, there's a need for that. So when Jaime Mendoza from, uh, from DuPont, you know, he ended up paying for my education to go to the equalizer classes, like the school. The equalizer Academy. Yep. Yeah. The Academy. So, you know, I went and I attended and, you know, um, Alfredo was there. He was one of the instructors and and I met a lot of people and I was like, you know what? Like, this is cool. Like there's a whole new level of like, like proper windshield replacements. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, cool. Like I, I always wanted to be the best at everything I can be, not necessarily to put other people down or to, to just be better than others. I just wanted to be better for myself, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You want to be better yes. for yourself. Yeah, so when I when I saw, you know, the the type of quality that existed, I was like, you know what, dude, heck no, like I, I'm doing it super wrong and I just need to step it up. So now what I'd actually do is I understand that not everyone can afford going to a class, flying out of state mm-hmm. and paying for for things like that. So what I try to do is I, you know, everything that I know, everything that I teach people, like I try to just put it online for free, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yep. Yeah, and and there's nothing better than that. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm learning a lot of stuff like for free online, like for when it comes to social media, marketing, search mm-hmm. engine optimization and stuff like that are helping my business. Why can't I do that for others? You know what I mean? That's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. I so, it. so, you know, it's an, it's very encouraging. Like when I see, for example, like I, I tell Bradley, Bradley, I know you're listening to this. Brad- all right. Bradley, listen. Post more, yeah. post more damn videos, please. <laughs> Brad- Bradley's videos are... <laughs> Like Bradley and Bradley and Bradford, uh, both of those those yeah. doozy to post some more videos. But like, so 
you know, I'm glad you brought him up. We've brought him up a few times, but that dude is an open book as a learner. Yes. As a beginner, yes. he is an open book. He asks questions. He strives for that knowledge the way that you do. That is yeah. just so such a great quality in an installer, <laughs> man, because like you yeah. figured out you were doing it the quote unquote a wrong way, but the way you knew how to do it, you decided yeah. to change it. And big up the Mendoza for sending you to the Equalizer Academy. Come, yeah, brother, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that is that is amazing. Like that that's that yeah, that that's awesome to take a shop and then take a guy because I felt that I don't know this because I'm not him, but I feel like he did that because he knew you had the heart to spread the word and you were going to make your area of California better. Yeah. Yeah, and you know there's a lot of great guys over here and you know I I, I totally respect him for that. And, I kind of do feel bad, you know, like he is from DuPont and now I'm rocking Sika, but Sika? <laughs> but there's a reason behind that, you know what I mean? And uh-huh. I, you know, I never like really sharing too much about it because, you know, I don't want people to to uh, take it as like, oh, Team Sika, Team DuPont. Like, I'll be honest with you, like I love both products; they're both uh-huh. good, but I just have my preference for my own personal reasons, you know? Oh yeah, no, I I feel you. I feel that same thing because I'm actually certified in both DuPont and Sika. Yeah. We have to use DuPont because uh, Tesla. Tesla, right? Yep, they yeah. Push us on, they push us on that. But I've been Sika forever. Um, since basically I started in the industry, I was Sika. Um, and, you know, I have a very close personal relationship with my uh, Sika rep. And as well as you do, Fred. You know, so, yeah. so Bob Stenzel, he, he's the Sika rep that we have now. But even before him was Ron Combs and then Rob Rice. Oh, okay. Yeah, those guys, those guys at Sika were super good to us and have actually, you know, they push for the education, the higher education. Now, none of them paid for me to go to Bob's yeah. Auto Glass <laughs> University. I paid for that so I could get it, you know, so that way it was one of my requirements to become an instructor was I had to be a graduate of the class, which that's awesome. So yeah. I just went and did that. And uh, but like I'm I'm so like pumped that you strive so hard to be knowledgeable and then you put your videos out. And I mean, you have practical advice like. Dude, those pliers, those plug pliers. Dude, I was using yeah. belt. I was using belt wrenches, and you oh, had to dang. you had to wrap them around there and then slide them through, and then you put that that plug. I was like, oh, man, it makes so much sense. Cool. Yeah. It doesn't damage the the mirror. You're not putting out scratches. And I know some people uh-huh. were saying like, hey, put some urethane on some vice grips or whatever, but. But, like that if it works it works you know what i mean yeah. but here's just a tip you know what i mean yeah yeah no here's just a tip and it's not that expensive like why take a pair of pliers and put urethane all over them which hey if that's what you do and it works for you great you, you yeah. have that but those pliers are so affordable on amazon it's like well let's just get those pliers and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's 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 awesome man man that's brother cool. i i have a drawer you know like how we all have like that that junk drawer at uh-huh. our homes. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I have, like, four junk drawers of, like, tools that, like, didn't make it to my arsenal. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm always buying stuff, man. Uh-huh. Like, if I go to Walmart, Target, like, you'll be surprised how much stuff you can find under their tool section uh-huh. that you can actually use. Or or yeah. sometimes I get on the Snap-on truck or Harbor Freight or Cornware tools, and I'm like, oh, dang, you can use this for this. And yeah. I just, I don't know, man. I just... You know, I love tools. I really love this industry, and yeah, I always try making it easier for for everyone else. Because man, like like I mentioned earlier, with the guitar wire and some seatbelts, <laughs> you know, I feel like 
You whoever's doing yeah i'll be honest with you whoever's doing auto glass now i'm like man you guys you guys have it good <laughs> oh yeah yeah it was like i was talking to brian lundy and for shits and giggles he he, yeah. he hand pumps uh oh yeah i heard one like to stay i'm like dude the minute i could give up a manual gun i didn't touch it again unless i had to glue on a molding or something you know <laughs> like yeah like if i had to back like bridge a molding or something you know or if i'm doing a piece of heavy equipment and i've got a silicone where the two pieces of glass come together kind of thing you know that yeah that's the only time manual guns coming out for me because yeah no way man, that's true no yeah, way man. my no. thing my thing has like a bunch of spider webs everywhere i need that i know dude Isn't it? <laughs> yeah like it, it doesn't make an appearance very often and i don't want it to make an appearance dude because those days of popeye forearms no way uh-uh forget that bro i will share something with you it's funny man anyone who grew up doing auto glass with like a family member will relate to me but Dude, I was such a buff kid in middle school. Like, <laughs> dude, I was hand pumping like a bunch of windshields with my dad. I was a little kid, you know what I mean? So I was, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't reach all the way. So I had to do the half method, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And when I found it out on the book, like that's the proper way to do it on 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 Bob's book, I was like, oh snaps! Like I've been yeah. doing it right. I've been doing it right, fool. That's why I've been doing it, huh? Recognize. Yeah. But yeah, yeah you, you were you were a buff, buff little kid. Like you're what? Dude, step up. Heck step yeah, up. You yeah bro. <laughs> you know, picking up those big old windshields, man. I was like, yeah. man, it was it was funny. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Like that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's cool. And uh, so are you going to pass the same techniques on to your boy? I know oh your yeah, father, like your you father, know, right? Yeah, yeah, man. So he was he was three months where in when we took off to virginia to compete uh -huh. so it was hard leaving him but yeah he's 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 growing up and i'm hoping he wants to stay in this industry you know like i want to teach him everything that you know wasn't taught to me mm -hmm. you know like i don't want to be that one dad that says i want to give him everything that i didn't have like no i want to be able to teach him everything i i, I didn't know you know what i mean yeah that's good that's a great outlook yeah. yeah so so i want to of course give him give him what he needs but of course i want to teach him like the ropes and i'm hoping he stays with this industry if not then and i, I totally respect whatever decision he wants to do in the future <laughs> yeah no no coming from a, a gentleman who's got uh three adult children and none of them followed me into the autoglass <laughs> world it, it it's their it's their life journey they watched they watched and they've they were able to in uh you know see what i do for a living and they were they had the influence and you know it's it's their personal journey and however they decide to navigate it is you know it's on them as far as yeah. you know what they choose but dude it would be such a beautiful because i hope to bring my granddaughter up in it you know at some, some cool. point yeah so yeah we'll see how that we'll see how that plays out because you know she's her own little person too so i have no clue where where her mind's gonna go or how he you can just install instill the bennett <laughs> the uh the morals and the benefits of the industry to them and by the time they grow up it's going to be a whole different world anyways yeah yeah of course now i always wonder like what are like the future tools of auto glass going to be like you know what i mean like <laughs> well if, if you want to know watch uh luis's videos video car oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that dude is like putting out stuff and you're just like man i was just wondering about that kind of tool what how it could yeah. and he makes it you know and then he goes and makes it so yeah. Bro, when when I was watching, oh sorry, before I I was watching um Louise, mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck? Who gave him this technique? I'll be honest with you, I thought I was the first one to do it because I I had um, it was it was even 
pre-Raptor, like before, like I had the Raptor, I was using the Viper. Uh-huh. And I was taking out quarter glasses and I was using, um, I was using a bunch of plastic sleeves that like I would find like from binders Mm -hmm. and I was putting them around the quarter windows and I was cutting them out and I was like, Hey, yeah, like I found out this technique, like I, I, I found out this technique through mistakes, through breaking quarter glasses and scratching stuff. Yeah. And, and then I saw Luis on YouTube. I was like, what the hell? Like, oh, where the hell have I been? <laughs> oh, he, he's been he's been stealing my, my techniques, man. Like, he, yeah. he, he, he's sending spies up to watch it, you know? Like, nah. what, what's, what's wrong with <laughs> No, boy? that's cool, though. Yeah. No, but he, man, he has a lot of great inventions, man. Like, that's what he I'm does. saying. Like, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of technicians. Even then, like, now, there's a lot of people that still have these hidden techniques that they don't share with anyone. And mm-hmm. I respect them for that, but... I'm like man, like I know there's something that can help someone, and it's best to just put it out there. Yep. So it can make the industry a little easier for all of us. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, what would be your tech tip for today? If you were to give someone a tech tip on here, because we're coming up on 50 minutes, I'm going to okay, we'll cool. do we'll do your tech tip, and then we'll talk about uh, Fred's little contribution. So, go ahead with the uh, with you. What would be Raul's tech tip for today? Man. If I had to share a tech tip for today, I would just, you know, show the proper procedure of uh, cleaning the body before trimming. Um, so one of the things that we actually use here at our shop is um, we went to our, like our local auto detailer store. Mm-hmm. And this goes for a lot of people. So whenever you're, you know, you're wiping it down, most people use microfiber towels or they tell you not to use them. They tell you to use like lint-free paper towels. Yep. Um, one thing I like to do is I wipe everything down with a microfiber and then I grab foam glass cleaner, spray it all the way around. Mm-hmm. And I use my detail brushes. They're like fine, like really fine uh-huh. horse hair. Uh-huh. And I go through the inside and the outside. And then from there, I just wipe it down. And I have my Milwaukee blower, mm-hmm. hit it with a blower and then and then just trim it. Man, you'll always, you'll be so thankful the fact that you took that extra step to clean properly. Mm-hmm. That way your fresh cut urethane is like extremely clean and you're not having all these little crazy fibers all over the place. Yeah. But that's a tech tip I can share with someone, you know, do that rather than cutting it and cleaning it. And yeah, then you mess up like the whole porous system of the the adhesive, you know? (laughs) Okay. So let's let's go down that deep dive for half a second. If you got a minute, do you have a minute? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I have have plenty of time. Okay. So here's, okay. So here's the reason for trimming your bead down after you clean. Okay. So yes. you'll have some residual if you do not clean properly, like what Raul said with the, the brushes to agitate. He uses his foaming glass cleaners and he takes the uh, the brushes to agitate, kind of like as if you were going through and washing your car. You know, you want to agitate yes. that dirt and loosen it up. And then he wipes it down. Then he takes his blower. Here's the important part. No pneumatic blowers. OK, do not use a blow pen. Do not use compressed air out of an air compressor. And here's no. the reason why is because. Not only does air compressor have water in the lines, most usually, even if you have a dryer, but those tools most generally have oil lubricating inside of them and some residual comes out as you're blowing it. So now you've contaminated. okay? and then you trim back. And then if there happens to be any water or dirt caught along that edge, it'll fall down in the system. So now you've just cross contaminated. Then you have to take the steps proper of activating or whatever your urethane manufacturer tells you to do. So. In doing so, if you trim it down, you hit it with glass cleaner, you drag all that over it, then you have to activate it or get it ready for that. Here's the difference. Activator has adhesion promoters in it, which shares molecules with the urethane and with the metal and different things that it's cleaning. Okay. 
fresh cut urethane shares 100% of the molecules as the urethane bead you're going to put on that. So they get a yes. good, strong entanglement bond molecule to molecule. When you trim it, it like cuts open and fillets and gives you a fresh bonding surface. That's why you trim is to make sure that you're opening up. Now, if you trim and then you contaminate it, you've got to fix that contamination. But why not clean first before you trim to avoid the cross-contamination? Yes. Um, I, I know that that's kind of like a high horse thing, but I feel that it definitely needs to be spoken. And I, that that is a yeah. very good tech <laughs> tip. Um, how I do it um, and is pretty similar to the way you do it. Um, okay. I go through and... I usually, if I cut out and there's a bunch of dirt, I'll take a brush, then it's just a normal paintbrush, and I brush okay. away all loose debris. Okay? Yes. And then if there, whatever's still left behind, I take a uh, dauber, a fat cotton dauber, and I spray the dauber with water, not the body, but the dauber. Oh, okay. And then I use the dauber against the back of the uh, the inside and outside of the uh, urethane bead. Yeah. Because I don't want to put a ton of water down, but I want to agitate it. And then yeah. I go behind it with a regular towel and a fiber stick. And the edge of that fiber stick yep. hugs right against that urethane bead. And I clean them real well. Heck I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I follow it with a dry dauber. And if it's really, really tough, I'll get in there with a uh, stiff, bristle, stiff bristle. It looks like a toothbrush, but it's a detail brush. And it's got two yeah. sides. Of, so I'll use that if I need to, if I really need to break up something that's against that. And then... I'll either use the blower, which I don't use too much, but then I go get my glass ready and do okay. it because I let evaporation happen on that. And that's why I use water. Now, where you use glass cleaner, it has isopropyl alcohol in it. It helps the evaporation rate. Yes. So your method may mm. technically be more efficient than mine with using water. Um, I've used both methods and they both work. If it's a heavily soiled pinch weld, I won't be afraid to get out the glass cleaner. But then when I when I clean my glass, it gives evaporation rates to happen. And if I look and I notice that there's still a little bit of water there before I trim, I try to get it with a paper towel or another cotton dauber. Because the worst thing is to trim it and watch that water or dirt fall in your oh, freshly yeah, trimmed line. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, the freshly trimmed line. But So Raul and I both endorse the uh, clean before you trim method. Uh, yeah, I think that someone, I, I think I heard... <laughs> through the grapevine someone may be putting a video out about that i don't know if that's true or not but i think there might be a video coming out from someone about the proper ways to clean before you trim kind of thing but yeah the, i have one I, I i was going to post it this morning too <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah hey, so you guys heard it here first breaking news raul's gonna put out a, oh, a video because yes. that's you know it's very important and if you guys if you understand that you want freshly trimmed urethane, freshly opened molecules to bond with the molecules that are coming out of your caulking gun as you're pumping it out. That's the best way. Is it That yeah. gives them the best entanglement bonding is that molecule to molecule. They find it. They like each other. And then, yeah. you know, so. But yeah. activator and does can, work. Activator does yeah. work, but it's not yeah, 100%. And that's what I want. And that's what I want to share. You know, like I said, I respect anyone for whatever adhesive that they're using. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that makes me stick with Sika is the fact that we have the activator. Because I'll be honest with you, most of the cars that we get in here at the shop, we can't. 
we can't do a fresh cut, you know what I mean? Because they're mm-hmm. they're bad. <laughs> they're really yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's where activator comes in the picture for me where, you know, we clean everything down with water and then, you know, we apply it with the lint-free paper towel with the, the activator. Mm-hmm. And we just, you know, I, I know they say three minutes, three to ten minutes. Like, that's what the, um, flash times. the, the people, yeah, the flash times are. But, you know, I just let it sit there and I'll prep my glass or whatever else I need to do to the vehicle. And I will apply my primer afterwards, you know, let it, you know, flash off as well. Mm-hmm. And just move forward with it. But that's the reason, personally, I, I prefer sticking with Sika, you know? Yeah, they, they have that fail safe of if you do happen to contaminate something after you've cleaned it or after you've you know trimmed or whatever you can actually go back and if you have that water that falls down or you have you can actually hit it with activator and let it flash time and yes also guys flash times are extremely important because chemicals kind of tend to counter react each other if they're not given time to flash off and actually become to dry to the surface you can get solvent pop and then that'll cause a leak just as easily as contamination yes yeah very true so <laughs> I know, I know. It's kind of weird. I, I'm weird about this stuff, Raul. I really am. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely. Hopefully, this kind of thing helps people because these conversations of why you should do something is, is the main ones I want to put out. You know. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, to be completely honest with you, one getting the glass out is is 100% the least technical part of it. Yeah. Very it, true once you can get understand your chemicals and then if your bead placement and your bead steadiness your bead placement bead steadiness and your set is really good you can kind of yeah. suck at the rest of it and still be considered a good tech <laughs> because you don't <laughs> you you put a safe yeah. vehicle out there for your customers yeah very true so you could be kind of shitty mechanically or you can get the glass out and it's kind of you know not the smoothest or prettiest way of getting it out but if you take the time on the steps that actually need taking time on, then you're gonna you're gonna be better technician than ninety five percent of the people out there. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So it's it's funny that you say that. So we have our our warehouse is actually across the street from us. Uh-huh. Um, and we usually get a lot of uh, auto different auto glass shops combined. They say what's up, you know. Sometimes if I have too much of one product or it's about to expire, like I, I give it out for free. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I like you know. I just have a lot of people ask me questions, so they'll come by and they'll they'll check check out what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing that people say, they're like, "Dude, why do you take so long preparing the body or preparing the glass? Why do you do all this extra stuff?" And I'm glad when they're asking that because, like you had mentioned in one of the episodes, it's like you have to know the why to things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like to teach everyone the why. That's one of the reasons going back to like the videos. Why do I make them? Is because I want to teach the why and how you should do it, you know. Yeah. Nope. And, and if you want anyone to care about anything, you have to give them the why to care. Like yes. Anything you care about, you know why you care about it. I mean, it, it could be a feeling. It could be anything. If you know the why, <laughs> you're going to care about it, man. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, okay, with that coming up, um, the, you said Sika. Um, I think that you and I both are Sika technicians. Is that correct? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess we're both Sika technicians. And you've reached out to Fred, your Sika technician uh, trainer slash salesperson. Yes. And what is Fred willing to do for our lovely listeners? All righty. So check this out. So um, you guys have to connect with, of course, uh, James. He's going to, of course, give you guys instructions on how to win this. But 
Uh, Fred's actually giving out two boxes of adhesive, of course, the Sika Ultimate. And um, I believe one of them is going to be the 600 mil and the other one's going to be the 465. Um, so, James, if you want to go ahead and elaborate how they're going to win, you can do that now or you can do that later. But yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you for that. That is amazing. And today's show is brought to you by Sika. Um, <laughs> Sika Ultimate is a primerless to glass urethane with a half hour drive away time. Well, minimum drive away time. Minimum, You're yes. M MDAT. Um, now, in this, you will not get your primer. You will have to source your primer from because they're no longer they're not putting sticks in the kits yet for ultimate. Mm. You have to source it and do not mix products. So you're going to want to get you uh, some 207 uh, primer sticks. Now, I might talk to Fred and see if there's a way that he can make that happen. I don't know how that will happen, what it'll look like. But if you win, I'm going to obviously Fred's going to ship it out to you. But I'm going to make sure that you have training on your product. Um, I will hook you up with your seeker rep in your area. If there's no seeker rep in your area, I will figure out a way for you to get tr technical training on the product before you use it so you can use Thank our you. product with confidence. Um, that is the main thing I want you to understand. And if it, even if it's me kind of going over with you on the phone or in FaceTime, but we'll figure it out. Um, my friend Bradley and Damon, we're our, the creators of the show. We are going to be giving away things throughout the next forever how long we've got people reaching out to us to give stuff out basically we want to grow listenership so the way this is probably going to work is you're going to have to go to apple or spotify and take a screenshot of yourself giving a five-star rating and leaving a comment or however you want to do it and then you will send that screenshot to um the email that i'll provide at a, at a later show um and then that email will be shared on the Facebook, the social media pages and everything. And then you'll be put into a drawing system. I'm not sure how it's going to work. I think it's probably going to be more like Drift Chris's where it's that wheel. And if you win, you'll be taken off. And if you're not, you'll stay on it for future giveaways. Um, and when you do win, I will we will reach out to you via email. And then you'll give us your information to where we can get it to the proper people to get you in contact. Um so if that sounds cool, yeah, awesome. Man. So <laughs> I want you to give one more shout out to your business. Let everybody know who you are and your parting words, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, of course, once again, it's Direct Quality Auto Glass. That's our business name. You can find a lot of good information on, at directqualityautoglass.com. And right there in the very front, the, the front of the website, you have all my links, of course, um, to my YouTube channel, of course, to TikTok. TikTok is mostly where I post everything. I have an Instagram account, Facebook, of course, anything. I'm here to help you guys. If anyone has any questions, um, I'm here to help. Honestly, I'm just, I just want to be a helpful person in our industry. So, um, so yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, my friend. And uh, this will be coming out later today. Uh, I'll be getting it up within the next hour or so. So uh, thank you for your phone call. And uh, yeah, thank you for your friendship. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. Have a good one.